Hi guys, I'm Alexandra, and I can't remember what I had for dinner last night. <laughs> and this is, what was I saying? Living with ADHD. And this is episode 38, Memory with ADHD. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you so much for coming back. Uh, so this week, I'm going to talk about memory in the sense of a couple of things. So I would like, I'm going to cover um, remembering, like, forgetting things, like, let's say I forget to do something because I didn't set a reminder for it, but also I'd like to talk about, um, short-term memory, which kind of has to do with, if I'm correct, which I think I am, it kind of has to do with, like, remembering events, so, like, my intro saying, like, I can't exactly remember what I had for dinner last night is, I actually can't remember what I had for dinner last night, like, I, if I thought really hard about it and, like, took a couple of minutes I think I could remember because it was really only last night but like off of a whim like if someone's like what did you have for dinner I'm like uh, uh um uh so but yeah so basically that's what I would like to talk about today um to back up what I'm saying I do have some research for everyone so I have a article here today um, that comes from the website medpagetoday.com and the author of this article that wrote this article is Carol Allison Travala and she has a PhD um, and also uh, along with her doing the study and writing the study that uh, that this article outlines um, it was also reviewed by professors and master a person with master's degree and so it's a it's a pretty interesting article and I will link this down below because it is interesting to read um, just in general. But basically what the study did is, is they took an amount of people, I think it was, it wasn't any more than 20 people in each group I believe. So they had people that don't have ADHD um, at all um, and then they also took unimpaired ADHD groups. So basically I believe that means that it's ADHD but they don't necessarily have a working memory issue, if that makes any sense. But anyways, so basically they just, they did the study and they did visuals and they did like memorization and that kind of thing, which I actually remember doing something along those lines of what I was getting diagnosed. Because when I was older, I remember taking, it was like a memory test, like they showed me numbers and like as like, it was like on flashcards and as the cards kept like getting getting harder so like it started with three numbers then it went to like five then it went to eight and and so on and so forth and obviously it got harder and harder and harder and that was just one of the tests that they gave me but basically I'm going to read the results of the study that they did for the for these tests that they gave these 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 groups and it is a little long but I really like to read the whole thing just because it is really important and I didn't want to cut out some of these things that they said in this result. So basically this result was results from the neuro neuroimaging study revealed significantly greater linear increases in activation across memory loads for both the control and unimpaired ADHD groups compared to the impaired groups. There was a progressive increase in neuroimaging activation as working memory load increased for the control and unimpaired ADHD groups. 
While the levels of activation was virtually unchanged as the working memory task increased in loads for subjects in the impaired ADHD group, these imaging results suggest that subjects in the control and unimpaired groups relied on the same neural systems to accomplish the working memory task, while there was significantly reduced activation in these regions in the impaired ADHD subjects. So yeah, so um, that's a lot of big words, and I that's a lot of big words, and I do understand that. Um, but basically, I took that to mean um, that the part of our brain that stores memory, and whether that be a complex memory or just a simple memory like dinner, ADHD brains don't activate the same way as a neurotypical brain or someone even with has ADHD but might not have this issue, right? So... Um, so over the years, I've learned myself pretty well, and I've learned my brain pretty well to understand that, um, yeah, I have a memory issue. <laughs> when I was younger, obviously, I think I could get away with it more because, you know, I think all, everyone kind of assumes that kids aren't going to have the most reliable memory. Um, I, I don't know that I agree with that statement because I do think, because kids are pretty impressionable and influential and I think they do remember a lot of things that happen. I think we just make that assumption. I know for me when I was younger, I remembered some things that like my parents or the adults in my life didn't remember. But with, as far as with ADHD, it goes past just forgetting to do things. Like I could write a note on my phone or on a, like a, on a notepad on my desk and even though that helps to remember to do that thing, I still could forget to do that thing. And that's a really big barrier for ADHD. So, you know, but I think it goes on, but beyond that, you know, because I, I've had, uh, not arguments, but I've had discussions with friends and family members of my perception of a memory being different than someone else's memory. And I believe this so, so much because that's what my brain decided to remember. That's how my brain decided to remember the, how that event happened. And that gets me into trouble a lot. Um, and it is quite frustrating. You know, I, I, you know, actually, actually have a story. So I'm going to go into our tangent time. Um, and I don't want this to be too long, but it does have a point and I do promise it has a point. <laughs> but Basically, um, I remember I was, I was in school and my boyfriend and I had just started dating and when I said just started, I mean like it had been a couple of months. So like I considered that semi new, like even though it was a couple of months, but basically he had wanted to do something after an event at school that I was in, I was involved in and my, remember my friend also wanted to do something with me afterwards, right? So I didn't put a reminder for myself anywhere that he wanted to do something, right? So I forgot. I straight up forgot, right? It didn't reflect my interest in him and it didn't reflect my interest in my friend. It really was just that like I literally forgot because my brain just does that sometimes because I, like I said, I didn't make it known for myself, and he was really offended that I forgot, and I, I don't really blame him for being offended, because I, but I did have to explain, you know, what happened, is because I got my wires crossed, and I forgot that we made a plan, and then my friend also said, hey, do you want to hang, and I said yes, because I had, 
when I say I had no memory of making a plan with him, I'm not kidding when I say I had no memory. And that's an issue, and that's a thing that I struggle with a lot in life, and that's one of the reasons why, like, when I'm discussing someone, something with someone, I'll, like, ask them, like, am I remembering this correctly? Like, or, or if I'm trying to explain something, like, if I remember correctly, that way I, I feel like I don't have, I don't have to be as accountable if I don't remember it. And I know that sounds bad, but I want the people in my life to understand that, like, if I forget something, I want you to be prepared for it because I don't want that conflict coming up. Normally, it's not that big of a deal. Normally, it's, like, small things. Like, if I'm having an argument with someone, I'm more likely not to forget things because I like to research or, like, not argue, but, like, discuss. I want to research the topic and make sure I know what I'm talking about. But if it's, like, something petty, like, what did we do last week, and I can't remember exactly what it was, then I'm more likely to be, like, if I remember correctly. So that's just a really good example, I think, of memory and how it is affected by ADHD. Just, I mean, just recently, I had a, a, you know, a, I had a, a, a confrontation with someone that they remembered something differently than I remembered. In this sense, in this particular case, I happen to know that my memory is correct because I have other people to back it up. Because I have, I had other people around in that event to, to confirm what my memory is. But it's another good example of not being sure if I'm remembering correctly because even though I know I'm right and my memory is correct because I have other people to back it up I still have this nagging feeling that it's my memory is wrong and that's just a thing that I've always had I didn't just until recently I didn't understand I didn't understand it I guess because I was younger and now I'm older and I'm able to kind of process through those those things more I think. And what that study that I was reading kind of highlights is 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 that a ADHD brain is different from a neurotypical brain. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it doesn't mean, you know, that there's you know, there doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you and that's something I struggled with for so long that I thought there was something wrong with me that I thought my brain needed fixing. When in reality, I just had to adapt. And that was so freeing for me. And I'm not saying I don't still struggle with things, especially with memory and forgetting things. Like, I I do. I struggle with it. It's not a flip of the switch that I just one day woke up and was like, oh, I can just da-da-da-da-da. No, it's not that. It's that even though I had this realization, I still have to work on it every single day. And it gets exhausting. (laughs) Honestly, it does. You know, but... I also have people in my life that know this about me and honestly kind of work with me and help me along with it. And, you know, if I do forget something, I know that they're not, I mean, they might be a little frustrated, but I know they won't get mad at me. And there's a difference between frustration, I think, and, and, and being mad at someone. And I just think that's really important to understand. But I just wanted to kind of talk about memory because it did kind of come up in my life recently um, like I was saying, um, so it was fresh in my mind, and I kind of wanted to talk about it, because I think that, honestly, memory, working memory, is not something that's always talked about with ADHD. It's talked about more, I think, than a lot of other symptoms that, like, aren't recorded, or, like, aren't in any way of the educational books, like we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, but 
and it, it's it could stand to be t- it could be studied and talked about more because it's it's it is one of the biggest barriers I think for me at least with ADHD. But yeah, so but like I said, I just kind of wanted to talk about it because it was first of all it's kind of interesting to me to learn about the brain and how memory works because it is interesting just on a fundament fundamental level in my opinion. Um, but to be able to put yourself with it and learn about yourself along the way is is just I think that much better and it kind of makes makes it fun and more enjoyable because when you're learning about yourself and this thing that you already find interesting it's kind of fun I don't know just might it, it might just be me but that's what I find um to be when I'm researching stuff for our, for the podcast um but yeah but basically you know uh I just like I said I wanted to come on here and talk about talk about memory <laughs> Um, but yeah, so basically, uh, thank you for, for listening to my 10 minute, 15 minute ramble, (laughs) but, um, but basically, uh, I just want, I'm just going to wrap up this week's episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can listen, you can listen to anywhere you can listen to your podcast. We're on Stitchers now for a couple of weeks. We've been on that now. Um, you can find us on, uh, Facebook, uh, at, uh, in a closed group called, what was I saying? Question mark living with ADHD. It is, like I said, it is a closed group, but if you just ask for a membership, I'll automatically, I'll just approve you. Um, cause we, we want to be very, we want to, we're, we're trying to grow a very nice community, so all are welcome. Even if you don't have ADHD and you want to learn more about it, feel free to hop on and ask some questions. You know, we're always, we always love, you know, kind of ex- talking about it and just kind of helping people a little bit. Um, and you can also uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram um, at what underscore was I saying? Um, so they're the same. Um, but, and also if you guys wouldn't mind, uh, maybe leaving a review on any of the websites that you guys listen to, whether that be podcast.com, Stitchers, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere, um, would be really, really helpful. Um, but thank you guys so much, uh, for listening, like I said, listening to me ramble. (laughs) Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to, uh, what was I saying? Living with ADHD.